Alert. The digitized voice of the prison computer echoed along the concrete halls. Hanover stiffened. Adrenaline pumped through his body. Fists clenched. He forced himself to remain calm. Was this it? Death at last? Hell, he'd only been back in his cell a few hours. Why even bother to let him shower and change? His cell door glided open with the faint sucking sound of hydraulics. Prisoner Hanover Scott, number 907264, proceed to East Stairwell. In his early days, before the finality of his sentence had sunk in, he'd openly jeered the computer's inability to call prisoners by anything other than this roster-style identification. But that was before the others were summoned for their executions. Now, he was the only one left. When the last one had been dragged from his cell a month ago, screaming for mercy, Hanover broke. He'd started a riot, then demanded they haul him before the firing squad, too. Instead, they'd thrown him in the cage. What was the point? Why didn't they just do it and get it over with? Or was this part of their torture? With the cage, they might have stripped the outward fight from him, but they hadn't even dented his hatred of the German occupation authority. If possible, he hated them even more. Prisoner Hanover Scott, number 907264, proceed to East Stairwell. Coming, he said to the wall speaker, as he pushed himself up from the metal frame cot. He glanced at the mirror over his sink. His piercing blue eyes held sparks of defiance, and he forced himself to smother that, and any other emotion, so that his gaze was flat, lifeless. His dirty blonde hair had grown out since they'd shaved it before throwing him into the cage. Now it lay slicked down, except for a few spikes where he'd been leaning against the wall. He ran a hand over his chin, relieved to be rid of the scratchy growth that had accumulated. Bushy brows bracketed his eyes, and his already prominent cheekbones were thrown into even greater relief by the limited rations while in the cage. He was leaner than before, too. But during his confinement, he'd run through repetition after repetition of isometric routines to stay in shape. No, that wasn't it. He'd done them to keep from losing his mind, to concentrate on something, anything, to avoid thinking about where he was and the execution he still faced. He studied the grim man who stared back at him. Despite the cage, he was still a fine specimen for target practice. He exited the cell and his footsteps echoed in the cavernous space as he walked unescorted down the long concrete corridor. Behind him, the cell door rolled on well-oiled tracks and clanged shut, the noise jarring in the deathly quiet. From their cells, other inmates eyed him warily as he passed. Some raised a hand. Most silently expressed grim relief that they weren't the ones summoned to die. Hanover acknowledged no one. Even after two years, 
He had no friends. Nobody here did. Everyone shut their emotions down, stopped caring about anyone or anybody but themselves. It didn't pay to get close. Never knew when they'd disappear. Or if they were GOA plants, sniffing for bad attitudes. In the beginning, he'd proudly demonstrated he had the worst of the bad attitudes, an unwavering resistance to an irrational sentence, and he learned how relentless the authorities were about changing a man's perspective. The weekly executions had taught him that. He reached the east stairwell and hesitated. They should be watching, prepared to give the next order, but nothing happened. Maybe it was shift change, although without windows he couldn't accurately judge the time. He waited, suppressing the dread. He whistled tunelessly while he shifted.